Welcome to In Bed With Queer, a podcast on the front lines of sex and intimacy. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of In Bed With Queer. I'm recording this live from Dublin, uh, my hometown. I went home last week. I promptly got COVID, which is no fun, and I was in lockdown. Then I pulled my neck, which is even less fun. Uh, But now I'm all settled and I just got the inspiration to do this podcast. And uh, what what I'm going to be talking about is something that's very close to my own life and practice, which is how to stay in your body during sex instead of um, being stuck in your head or ruminating or feeling anxious. And the reason why this is is such such a favorite topic of mine is... Um, when I started on my sexual journey over five years ago, I, I was introduced to this concept of being in your body and I'd never encountered it, I had no idea really what it meant. Um, and I knew uh, when it was explained to me that I was being connected to the sensations in your body and in aliveness and being really immersed in the moment as opposed to thinking of the moment. Uh, when this was explained to me, I realized all oh, my sex, or very often for me in sex, I was busy thinking instead of feeling. And um, and then I went through this whole journey around orgasm meditation and, you know, various sex practices like Jade Egg and BDSM and like loads of sex with various people. And I got really good at being in my body. But then uh, around the pandemic, I had some like very stressful things happen and I've spoken about this in the podcast before I'd had a very traumatic experience with a pelvic floor uh, practitioner and I ended up um, being very traumatized and so what happened was then when I was having sex with my partner I was very in my head like it was very hard for me to drop down and to really feel uh, which was very frustrating because at that point I was a coach and I was guiding other people and here I was basically back at zero. You know, it was actually very bad and very hard for me to to quieten the voices in my head and it was a real challenge because I had already taught myself how to do this and now I, I was actually in a worse state and I had to teach myself and use my own tools again to actually reconnect with my body and that whole journey has been incredible and one of the things I learned is that when we do have trauma in our body and as a collective a lot of us experience that because of the past two years uh, we have a lot of tension and tightness and when, when that's happening it's actually we have thoughts in our body that reflect that tension so um, let me say this another way so when we're tense or we're having like a rough time of it, our thoughts reflect that. And they can stick with an intensity based off how intense the stress is in your body. So because I'd experienced something really deeply traumatic, the thoughts uh, I was experiencing were very sticky. It was it was very it was very hard to shift them and it took it took quite a few months of practice. And now it's fine, you know, 
um, like what I'm about to tell you in this podcast is is how I got to the other side of that, which is now it's really easy for me to drop in and feel pleasure and you know everything's amazing again. Um, but it does take time. And so so firstly, like the first thing to to be aware of when you're experiencing a lot of chatter in your brain, uh, the first thing to do is to have approval for it. You know, it's not that you're doing anything wrong, you're not bad, because sometimes when we notice these things, we can go into a bit of a shame spiral, at least I know I can, and some of my clients have shared the same. So when I'm noticing that my brain's very active, I just go, oh wow, my brain's being very active, okay. Instead of going, oh my God, my brain's active, I'm a failure. <laughs> you know, it doesn't really help with. So A, meeting it with approval, very important. And um, and then the next thing I find very helpful is to start to breathe into my belly. <sighs> Even saying that just brought some uh, release for me. And the reason why I breathe into my belly, uh, this is for any of the aficionados out there and body stuff uh, is that it activates the parasympathetic so it essentially activates the rest and digest function in the body and it's also um, the pelvic diaphragm because it's also a diaphragm is connected sorry our, our breathing diaphragm is connected to our pelvic diaphragm and when we breathe into our belly we're actually bringing more oxygen into our pelvis which expands sensation there so not only are we being more relaxed and are we telling our body it's time to rest and digest, but we're also filling our pelvic bowl with blood, with oxygen, which starts to support pleasure. So that's absolutely the number one place I start with, um, you know, when I'm noticing that I'm very stuck in my head. It's like I put attention on breathing into my belly I'm breathing through my nose because breathing through your nose also supports that um, that parasympathetic. So yeah, so bring approval, breathe into your belly. And then some other things that I find really helpful uh, is sometimes is to make noise in sex. And so like there are different types of noises, right? So sometimes you can make a noise like, ah, yes, that's ah, so nice. Uh, <laughs> But you can just tell it's quite airy, quite breathy, and uh, isn't actually connected to my pelvis at all, right? It's it's breath up in my upper chest, and uh, it's kind of a distraction, really. Whereas if you make more guttural noises like, mm, yum, yes, like guttural, deep in your belly noises, um, what I find is they often reverberate off the sensation uh, that's happening in my pussy or in my body and helps them expand and also the act of making that noise helps helps keep me present so uh yeah one of my favorite things when i'm receiving pleasure is to keep saying like yes 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 and that really it's like this virtuous circle that really helps me come into the moment and connect with sensation and turn things up you know um which is amazing and I also like to connect that with an unclenched pussy so sometimes we don't realize this 
but we often have a default mode of stress. And for some of us, that's like having a holding pattern of tension in our pelvis. So it's tight, intense. And so uh, when we're in lovemaking, uh, we can unknowingly have that tense, which means it's very hard to feel pleasure in a part of our body that is in gripping mode, because that's more of a safety mode as opposed to receptivity. <coughs> COVID cough there. Um, so, so when you're receiving pleasure, again, it's like you're, you're telling your body it's safe to receive and to go into that receptivity mode uh, by unclenching and by softening the pelvic area. Um, so there, there is some of like the the physical, some of like the physical practices that I that I do. And then in terms of the actual like lovemaking practice or when I'm receiving, um, what I find really helpful for my body to feel safe and dropped in to feel pleasure is that I've guided my partner to this, um, which is to touch me from the outside in. And by that, I mean, it's like starting on my face or touching me in my hands or touching me on my feet and working from there inside. So closer to my breasts or closer to my clit or closer to my labia, uh, instead of going directly to like the cliff, uh, I guide my partner um, to start slowly because then it's letting my body feel safe. So in those times when I'm feeling tense and it's hard to relax, moving slowly and from the outside in really, really helps me relax and receive. And women are aroused in that direction. Men are more direct and prefer like direct stimulation of the cock. Um, whereas for women, it feels a lot more regulating and safe if we go outside in. And that's the same for the pussy, right? So when we're starting to touch the pussy, feels really good to play with like the pubic mound or with the labia and from there work towards the inner labia and the clit and the entrance right so it's a really good rule of thumb and something something that I, I've explained to my partner like feels really good to me and then he just automatically does it and it just feels really fucking good you know <laughs> uh, so it's definitely something to, to guide your partners on and even when you're touching yourself so if you're in a self-pleasure practice oftentimes we can be going by like automatic road straight to do the thing we've always done or just grab the vibrator or whatever instead if we like woo ourselves and touch our face and stroke our breasts before we stroke our our pussies um again it's a really nice way to settle in and to really land in in the practice uh and and something else that i that i like to do um to kind of to get me to get me to like be more in my body i actually i find it really helpful to have a beautiful setting so when i'm having makeup with matt i like love to have like a really clean room and like really gentle playlist on and uh for for just to feel supported because I, I find it distracting if things are dirty or messy uh I find that it, it kind of can occupy my attention if that's the case so I really love to create a beautiful setting and um and yeah that that just helps me land 
Uh, and one of the things that I can sometimes do, because we we both prefer, like Matt and I, we both prefer to make out during the day. Uh, it's just kind of what works for us. So I I often find it helpful for us to have a timer set so that like the logistics is handled. I don't have to worry, oh, will I make my call or, you know, will I still have time to do whatever function I want to do? I find having uh, a timer is very helpful again to uh, to handle any vigilance I could have around uh, like how long the makeout's going to last for. And um, yeah, and it's also helpful as well to have a timer because then it just creates a beginning and an end point. So my system knows, oh, okay, so this is going to be half an hour long or wow, yeah, we have two hours today. Amazing, I'm going to relax into that. And in a sense, my body knowing that just helps it feel held, supported. And um, and then at the same time, other times I don't want that. So this is, and I should say this for everything I'm saying here, is really uh, a guide and an invitation for you to feel into what actually feels good for you and um, what resonates. Yeah, and, and one of the other things as well that's very helpful when I'm, when I'm with uh, a partner and I've done this with many of them is say, say I'm, I'm in makeout and I have a fear come up like, oh, I'm taking too long or oh, I don't really want them to do that. I want them to do this. But what if they think I'm too much to ask for that? And what I've noticed is when I'm in that spot of worrying or, you know, like being stuck in a fear, then I'm actually not in my body. You know, I'm not feeling things. I'm just kind of stuck in this one thought. So now I have it as a practice to actually just say it to my partner and just go, hey, you know, I'm feeling a bit worried right now. I'm taking too long. I really appreciate some reassurance or uh oh I really don't uh I'm not enjoying that can you try this thing instead and by just saying the truth it's done it's handled so my brain and attention can move on and shift back to feeling pleasure again um you know which is obviously uh what I'm there for so it just frees up a lot more it just frees up a lot more energy Although, and I've spoken about this in the past, about asking your partner for what you want, it can be really tricky and very vulnerable. And it's very definitely something that is a practice and something I support a lot of my clients with. It's something that comes up for a lot of people. So go gently on yourself. If you struggle to do that, it's really normal to struggle for various reasons in that spot. Um, and yeah, something else that I, I find helpful uh, to kind of to get more in the body is I actually find it helpful to start on my partner first as opposed to kind of uh, start to receive first and the reason why that is is that when we're touching someone else our consciousness is flowing outwards towards them so our energy is directed our consciousness is directed on them and when that happens what I find is it's very easy for me to get into flow and connect with the sensations of touching my partner's body and then I find that like as it flows and then I'm in receptivity mode I'm a lot more in my body from that whereas if we start where I'm getting touched initially what's happening is that 
direction of consciousness is going inwards towards me. And what I find when that's happening sometimes, but especially at times when I'm stressed, is that energy coming in towards me can hit off like my stories around being too much or uh, oh, I'm struggling to get into my body or like whatever thought is looping in my brain. It's like the energy hits off those thoughts. And so I find it easier personally to start on my partner. Um, now that might be different for you. So this is an invitation for you to feel into that, like, actually, well, what's true for me in that spot? Um, yeah, it's, it's for me, I definitely really like starting on my partner. I find that much easier for me to ground and to land and to get energy moving. Um, yeah, so I find that very helpful. And um, yeah, something else, I, something else is was at the core, like the core practice of this is um, it's a meditation, right? Everything when it comes to being present and being aware in the moment and connected to sensation is like a meditation. And uh, so what that can require is just a practice of directing our attention back and back to sensation. So if you're a meditator and you're used to putting your attention on the breath, for example, <coughs> or a mantra or a light or a, a icon, you'll have experience of redirecting your attention from wherever it's um, drifted away to. <coughs> Excuse me, my COVID's catching up. Um, it's the same with sensation. So if you've noticed you've checked out or your brain's gone for a while, got on a walk which is like I was saying at the start really normal it's again just like okay let's bring my attention back to the spot of where I'm being touched can I really pay attention to that can I get so curious like and really inhabit that sensation and then when your attention drifts say oh wow my attention drifts can I go back to the spot, back to sensation and building that as a muscle is um is very workable it's like cultivated it's not something we're, we're all often like innately equipped with nowadays it's something we have to develop and grow and takes time and effort and, and discipline really and devotion to your own pleasure and it's one that i'm always working on um so so if you're someone who who's listened to this and like oh this stuff won't work for me or i tried it once it didn't work it's you know to that i would say is all of this takes practice and um sometimes you'll have a big leap forward and you'll be like wow oh my god everything's working it's so easy i'm healed <laughs> uh, i love those moments but oftentimes it actually takes more effort and just consistency persistence of trying things over and over again and really having a lot of loving patience for what can sometimes be very challenging, you know, hitting off conditioning around sexuality is very tricky and can be triggering and takes time and effort. And yeah, I know I had many months where it was very difficult for me to drop in, to feel sensation. And it was a real win when I could notice a shift from one makeout to the next. And you know, at the time it took dedication because I wasn't experiencing as much pleasure as I was used to. In fact, things were very awkward when I wasn't used to that. And, you know, I, I could have given up and just said, okay, that's just it. 
but it required that I stay dedicated and practiced and had vulnerable conversations and you know had a lot of love for myself and approval for the fact that things were heard and um and I had faith that it would get better even even though at times it didn't feel like it would it just took that devotion so um if this is something you're, you're challenged with it absolutely can be improved can be healed it just takes time and the things I've shared are really helpful and um and yeah it's something I'm very passionate about and have taught a lot of women on how to do this and if it's something you actually want my one-on-one support on I'm currently doing a new thing called pleasure deep dive sessions and they're going to be a one-on-one so you and me for an hour and uh, you'll fill in a quick feedback form in advance and that will help me guide the session and what I'll do is we'll I'll do a mix of teaching to you about some elements around pleasure that's relevant to what you shared, but then also coaching you on like a specific desire you have or a block. And my intention is that you leave this session feeling empowered, you know, like with some nugget, some aha moment, some expansion in your sex and your pleasure. Um, and actually, I should say, uh, the sessions can be about sex. I just said there was just about your sex. And um, I did one the other day and it was just on her life. And if you wanted to be on your relationship instead, that's also welcome. So it, it can be a broader sense of pleasure. Um, but yeah, so my desire is you leave it feeling empowered and with practical, uh, uh, with like a practical approach on how to, on how to expand the pleasure you experience. So I've, I've a few already booked in. I have more to book in. Uh, they're currently at £30 because it's something new I'm trying out. Uh, once I've sold uh, 10 of those, I will increase. So do, do book as soon as possible if it's something you desire. And if you have questions at all, reach out to me. I love hearing from you. I love hearing questions. I love hearing feedback. I love just to know how all of this is landing. And yeah, talk to you soon. Hey, if you're looking for easy tips, guide you on how to have more authentic connection, hotter, turned on sex, and guidance on how to live a desire-led life, join my email list by downloading the Great Sex Guide on the link in the show notes. And I can't wait to see you there.